Hello guys, welcome to the Now Rise Business Podcast, where we take your goals and dreams to the next level. My name is Miguel Reynoso, and today's masterclass is with expert in wellness, Lamont Reed. I definitely believe this masterclass is going to change your mindset. It was recorded on October 30th as part of our virtual conference. I really hope you can start to apply these tools to be on your way to becoming the best version of yourself. Wherever you are right now in your journey, wherever you are in business, you got to renew your thinking. You got to renew your habits. You got to do some things different, right? And so I'm going to talk about these six leadership habits. But as we go into that, think about this. Think about this. Consider this. This is a kind of a paraphrase of what Paul Washer, you guys heard of Paul Washer? He was a guy who played in the Fast and Furious, right? Paul Washer says this. That's what he said. He said, there are many people in the hospital right now praying, family members are praying that they had an opportunity, opportunity to be in your shoes right now, to be in my shoes. There's someone right now in the hospital, family who's praying that they get another opportunity at life, another opportunity at health. So I wanna encourage you to consider that. Where you are right now, sitting down, standing up, you can be in a different situation. Somebody is praying to be in your position. So take advantage of the position you're in right now. Take advantage of what, where you are right now. And let's go forward, right? Let's go forward and in leadership. Let's go forward and changing your way of thinking. Let's redefine wherever you are right now. Let's rise above any current situation. Let's go further than you ever have. And I'm going to start these six leadership habits, okay? Number one, we're dealing with envisioning... Um, Envision them. We're talking about three goals. I'm going to, yes, yes. Think about three goals. Top three goals is envisioning them, right? So here's the top three goals. Whatever they are, I like to think of it like this. Top three goals are what's most important. What's most important right now? What has, what can bring the highest value to your life? Everyone may be in a different place. But you have to understand what is most important for you. What is your top three goals? I like to think of it as, for me, do the hard things first. Whatever you don't like, whatever is giving you the most challenge, do that first. Because if you do the things you like first, you're going to end up having a struggle at the end of the day. So your top three goals can consider the things that you don't like, the things that you don't want to do. Let those be your goals. Uh, for me, Sometimes one of the hardest things for me to do is to get up and start creating my content or doing my sales or sometimes um, contacting people, right? That may, that may not be your struggle, but whatever it is, jump on your sales. Jump on whatever that thing that may seem to get in your way first, okay? So that's your top three goals. And then you, you got to envision. So I'm believing that everybody right now is a leader because you came on this um, this seminar, you've already been doing some things. And I'm going to believe that you've already been working on yourself. You've already been creating great habits for you because it starts with you. It starts with me. OK, whatever I do with my clients, I have to do it with me first. OK, so you've already been working on yourself and we're going to add a little more to you. We're going to bring a little more to you. OK, so you got to envision your team. OK, envision your team to envision your team is to be able to um, keep the main thing 
the main thing as you envision them, right? So think about how you envision them, how you're helping them to share the vision. Your team needs clarity, right? How are you going to help them envision the, the goal, the dream? They need clarity. They need to be able to see things the way you see them. You need to be able to give them a clear view of where you're going. Okay, you need to have them see the possibilities of the future. What are the possibilities? Is it possible for you to get there? I got there. I've did it. Okay, it took me some time to get there. Now it's up to you when you have a team to help them see that they can get there too. Okay, they have to see a better tomorrow. Sometimes we're looking at today. Okay, but we got to have a better vision for tomorrow. It's great to live in the now. It's great to live in the present. Okay, but you need to look at tomorrow. What is tomorrow going to bring? Okay. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, you're led astray. Where there's no, no, no vision, you're restricted. You're held back. So we don't want you to be held back where there's no vision. So when you have the vision, you're empowering your team to see a better place, to see a better mission, to see a better, a better vision of the future. Okay, where, where there's no vision, you got the focus. Your focus. Where's your focus? It's not so much about just um, being mentally concentrating. It's further than that. You got to be able to clear your eyesight of whatever has got in the way. Think about if you wear glasses, you know how you take your glasses off and you cleanse the lens? Cleanse your vision. Okay? Get a better vision. Get a better focus. Okay? And that takes for you to look at yourself in the mirror. If you're going to bring the vision to your team, you got to look yourself in the mirror. Okay? And then you got to clear out your vision. And then you got to share the vision with, with enthusiasm with them. You got to help them to see themselves, what they're doing, what needs to be done. You got to do this constantly. In order to do this, I want to come up, I want to share with something about wherever you guys may be. You may already have a mission statement. You may already have a vision, but some people don't. So I wanted to share a little bit of a mission to help you get a better idea if you don't have one. Okay. Your vision includes your mission. And your mission, your name precedes you. When you're doing good work, everybody knows. Or I want to say this, make sure that when you're doing good work, everybody knows about it. Okay? If you're doing things great, make sure everybody knows about it. Because you're not letting anybody know what you're doing, then how are you going to get the reputation? Okay? How are you going to do that if no one knows what you're doing? Okay, so you embodied this thing. All right, Coach Mike. You embodied this thing. Now you have to think about empowering them. Okay, as you went through all these different things, you got to empower them. Okay, you've done the work. Now empower them. And, and, and even as we go on about this, we're constantly doing a little bit of empowerment, right? But I'm gonna talk about something a little different about this empowerment. To empower means to give them power, to give them authority, to let them see that they're in control, okay? Your team needs to know that they have power. Take out the EM and IMG, and that's what you're doing, giving them power, giving them authority, letting them see 
that they have a place in this business. So you give them the keys, okay? And one of the things you gotta do is equip them, okay? Get them the type of equipment and technology needed. So when you equip somebody, right, you give them what's needed to succeed, to have success and produce. You wanna be fully equipped to complete every potential task that needs to be completed. And no one feels power when they don't have the right empowerment, when they don't have the right equipment, when they're not equipped, okay? So they have to be equipped with the right type of technology to get to where they need to do. And that's part of empowering a team. What is that technology? Strategies, systems, sometimes there's scripts, okay? There's content. You gotta do all these various things. Are they equipped with the right strategy call? Are they equipped with the right sales call? Are they equipped with the process of following up? Are they equipped with the process of leads? Are they equipped? Have you empowered them when someone gets on the phone and begin to say things? Are, have you equipped them to be able to deliver in such a way that you are able to win that prospect? Are you, have you done that? Are you giving them that type of power? Okay, it's not necessarily just always technology. It's all these things that's needed to get them from one place to another and to empower. People feel good when they're empowered. I know when, when someone is pouring into my life, I feel good, right? When someone is bestowing different knowledge and technology and systems, I feel, you know what, you know what you feel? You feel confident. When you feel confident, there's nothing can get in your way. When you feel confident, there's nothing that you don't think you can do because you feel confident. You feel so confident that you were able to just take over. I'm able to do this. Why? Because I have the right coaching. I have the right system. I have the right um, technology. I have all those things lined up. I have the right scripts. I'm feeling good. I feel empowered. I feel empowered to do what's necessary to get it done. Anybody want to feel that way? Do that with your team. Because guess what? You're being poured into, you're pouring into yourself, you're getting coaching, put it back into your team, which is the next one. Get them the coaching and training needed. If you're a leader and you're getting coaching, get your team coaching, get your team training, because guess what? You're doing it for yourself. Don't keep it all to yourself, share, right? We're into giving back, we're into helping you rise. Okay, we're giving back. We're giving them, giving them coaching. What does it mean when you want to coach? You get a coach, and the coach is teaching you skills and technology, skills wherever you need it. One of the things that a coach does is it helps you with your own personal development. Okay, a coach helps you with your own personal development. Where do I need in development in? Sometimes people are afraid to get on the call a cold call. Anybody ever been afraid to get on a cold call? Right? Like, I don't want to pick that phone up and call, right? A coach gives you that empowerment, right? To pick up that phone, do the cold call, to send that email, to talk to the person that you don't think. I know in business, because I have, I had a, I have my, um, uh, uh, my team, when I had a bigger team, some people were afraid. They're afraid to get on the call. They're afraid, you know why? Because they didn't want to be rejected. 
Anybody have a problem with rejection? It's okay. Don't take it personal. That's why you need personal development because often we're dealing with things that we take personal. Let me tell you something that I did when I was younger. I'm not, I'm not suggesting this. You can do it a different way. But when I was younger, I went out to practice how to be rejected. Anybody willing to do that? Anybody willing to go out and practice rejection? You know how you go out and practice rejection? I did this in a very, very young age. When I was young in high school, you know how I practiced rejection? Me and my friends used to go to the mall. When we go to the mall, we would go out there and say, how many phone numbers can you get for the day, right? And not just any old phone number, the most beautiful, the most attractive, the most intimidating girl, right? And so we all had this uh, mission to go out and get their phone numbers. And then you, we would come back together and we would get the phone numbers. You know, back in those days, we didn't have cell phones. So you had a little uh, paper that you read on and you had all these piles, like eight numbers and they's all balled up, right? And, you, and some of the girls said, no, you didn't get the number. And he was like, okay, I'm gonna go on to the next one. Other girls said no, but then there was some that said yes, yes, yes. You had more yeses sometimes than no's. And in some days you had more no's than yeses, right? But you was able to deal with the rejection. You didn't take it personal. And then you come back and you call, just like you do now. You come back and call and say, who gave me the right number? And often you would call out of eight numbers, maybe you got three, but that's the win, right? So when coaching helps you to deal with your personal self, your personal development, don't be afraid. He's teaching you to get past these fears, these personal struggles. It's not about us. Remember, it's about the team, right? You're bringing in everything for the team. Don't take it personal. It's not about you. It's not about Lamont. When someone rejects me, it's not about me. I don't take it personal. Maybe the person is not ready. Maybe it's a maybe, but that's what you get the coaching when you get a coach and get the training from a coach that helped them to get to the place where they can get where they need to get if they're stuck. If they're stuck, they need to go further. If they're stuck, the coaching and training helps them to get the results. You're powering it. Imagine investing in someone. I remember I had to invest in all of my coaches in a certification. I paid for all the certifications. Because I knew the value it would bring to the team. I paid for all their coaching because I knew the value it would bring to the team. And that was on my first level, okay? The first level of my first team, because often you go through many different teams. Sometimes there's a rollover, okay? And so my first team, I said, I'm gonna pay for all of their certification, all of their coaching. And it was like, they appreciated it. Not everybody. But most of them appreciate it. Why? Because I poured into their life because no one had ever poured into their life. The second team, because what I experienced the first time, I said, okay, I'm not going to pay 100%. I had to learn as a leader. I said, you guys are going to meet me halfway. You're going to pay 50%, right? That's empowering them, right? If you do it all for them, that ain't going to empower them. So meet me halfway. Do you want this? So I did that. So the, the coaching would teach you. When you get the type of coaching and training for your people, that's what happens, all right? And then you're going to get the systems that's needed, okay? What is the systems that's needed for your business? Okay, when I first opened up my business, guess who was the system? <laughs> I was the system. I was the system. You do not want to be the system. 
If you're the system, everything is in your head. If you're the system, everything is inside of you. And guess what? What happens if you get sick? Well, your business gets sick. Guess what if you can't come to work? Well, your business don't come to work. That's how I was when I first started my business. I was the system. That means I had everything up in here. I had my experience. I had my background. I had my inner, I had everything inside here. And I would begin to explain to people verbally. I had no real system. I had to change that thing so quick, right? When you get a system, all you do is plug people in. And when people are plugged in, they're into the energy, right? You ever, you, ever get, you ever plug something and you want your phone to be charged up? You got to plug that thing in the wall and you get the energy, right? Plug them in, right? We have a system, plug them in. Your system should be so structured, so organized, so well-oiled that when you plug them in, they'd be like, oh, I got this, right? Because they see how well-organized, how defined it is, how well it looked. They're like, oh, I can do that. That's why McDonald's, was one of the top franchises even today. You know why? Because McDonald's had a system. It was like Dr. Seuss. It was like cat and hat. It's green eggs and ham, right? Anybody ever worked at a fast food place? I did before. I worked at uh, Wendy's when I was just a, uh, a teenager. Okay? When you go to that system, they got what? The small fry, the medium fry, the big fry. But it doesn't say small, medium, and large. It just have a picture of a little small cup, press the small cup, you're going to get the results of that, right? You, and that's how they was able to work the register, okay? They had a system. When your system is in place, it's so clear. It's such an amazing system that when you plug somebody in, they get the juice. They get the energy, right? And they're able to reproduce after that own system. We have a system, you can plug it in anywhere, and then you can have multiple businesses. So all you do is take that business, that system and put it in a different place. And then that begins to work the same results based on how you did it before. So you have that system, that system is proven to work. And if you need to tweak it, tweak it, but that's empowering your team. You're giving them the right equipment. You're giving them the right coaching. You're giving them the right system that's needed to get the production of the product to get it out there. Okay, these are vital things to empowerment, to giving your team power, to giving them the keys. And when you do that, you're gonna see the production. You're gonna see the value of that going forward. Okay, the next one, we're gonna move on. And when you begin to do that, okay, when you begin to empower them, right? You, you're gonna go on to evaluating the team. You gotta evaluate the team, okay? Think about evaluating the team, okay? Look at evaluate and just think about this. It means to bring value. As you evaluate, if you evaluate the team, bring value to them. Show them how valuable they are. Show them how they're worthy. Show them how much they're worth. Okay. If, if, if you don't evaluate someone, if you don't show them how they're worth, then they're going to yield bad results. It's even with our kids, right? We have to even. It's one of the smallest things we do, even with our kids. We show them their value by disciplining them, by letting them know if they did well, or if they didn't do well. Okay, you bring in value to their life. You just let your, your, your team just run amok. Anybody let their kids just run amok? Okay, if you let your kids just run amok, 
right? Then that's, that's telling me that you don't really care for me, that you don't really love me because you just let me do anything, right? I just do any old thing and then you expected me to feel valued. But a parent who loves a kid lets them know, hey, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. This, we don't want to do that. Then the kid go, oh, okay, I get it. You're the, the boss. You're the person who's in charge. So I'm going to add value by evaluating, okay? One of the first things in evaluating is track and measure your team, okay? Track and measure your team. How are you going to track and measure your team, okay? You cannot grow if you don't measure. You cannot grow if you don't Look, I, I, I'm, I've been in the fitness business for so long, okay? People come to me all the time and they say, I want to lose or I, I want to get fit. I said, what does it mean? be fit. He said, I don't know. I just want to feel good. How do you want to feel? I, I just want to be in good shape. Well, what does it mean? They have to be specific. Give me an, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. I can measure that. I can track that. How and when do you want to lose that 20 pounds? Okay. So when you evaluate your team, be able to evaluate, track, give measure. Okay. So they can see the results. Okay. It's something that we have to do constantly because it changes, okay? Sometimes performance is not doing well. Sometimes the way things are, uh, the results are not working well, you go back to the evaluation and say, hey, what's going on? So we have to show them value by giving them, by tracking and measuring things, okay? And then we gotta help them see their goals and progression. What are the goals? What are you trying to accomplish in a month? What are you trying to accomplish in two months, 60 days, right? What are you trying to accomplish? There has to be a value system in order to evaluate, because I see value in the business. If I see value in you, I'm giving it back. Think about this, the, the simple SMART goals, right? We hear about the SMART goals, it has to be specific, has to be measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. What is the specific thing? What is the specific goal we need to hit this month? I need to hit in the in a day. I need to I need to see five I need five calls today. I need to get on five calls. I get, need to get on five calls a day, twenty calls, okay, in five days. That's the goal, okay. I, I need to be able to get clients on the line. I need to get meetings, okay. Those are smart. It's specific. I can measure that, okay. You got to be able to see it. it's attainable. I can do that. Is it attain? You can't create these evaluations or these goals that's unattainable. Okay. Because if they're un unattainable, they're going to be overwhelming. We don't want to overwhelm our team. Okay. We want to over deliver, but not overwhelm. Because when a person's still overwhelmed, they don't feel like I can do that. When we're too hard, when we're scrutinizing too closely, then they feel overwhelmed. Give them goals that they can attain that's realistic it's not always about the big games it's not always about the drive right men like to hit it out the park all the time right <laughs> on the first drive we want to we want to drive it right we want to hit a home run but what about just getting on first base anybody just want just get on first base how about getting on first base and then getting the second base if you get on first second third then you can bring the whole thing home right everybody wants to bring that bring that thing home baby right 
But unfortunately, the Dodgers didn't bring it home, okay? But nevertheless, we need to do little increments. I call it, like, in, 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 in golf, it's putting. It's the small game. It's the putt, putt, putt. It's not always the big drive, right? So help them to see things attainable that's realistic and do it in a timely fashion that they can get to what they need to get. It's in a timely fashion. This is not going to be uh, drug out all year long. This is not going to be done in six months. We're not going to drag this thing out. I'm a, I have deadlines. I have expectations and deadlines that you have to meet. And so that's what you do to evaluate. That's what keeps your team locked. That's what keeps the tracking going. That's what keeps the goals going on, right? That's how you evaluate them to see the value and what they're due and the value in the company, okay? And then the next thing is, is the numbers. I like to say this about the numbers, okay? We all know about the numbers, numbers game. But the numbers don't lie unless you lie about the numbers, okay? So think about that. The numbers don't lie unless you lie about the numbers. We, we get the numbers, it's, it's concrete. What do I need to get to a certain place this month, okay? How many clients equals this, okay? If I have a client that, that, that's, that's a $500 client, a 1K client, a 5K client, how many clients do I need to hit 30K? I need five clients to hit 30K. If it's a 5K client, boom. Can you get five clients in a month? Actually, that's 25. I'm sorry. My math is off. <laughs> five times five is 25. I'm thinking big. I'm thinking big, right? So that's 25K. So think about the numbers. When you get the numbers down, okay, based on how your business is, everybody's business is structured differently. I'm just throwing some things out there to help you see how to evaluate to bring value to the team, okay? And so that's how you're going to do that with, with numbers. And then their attitude and energy changes. When a person is being evaluated, when a person is understand how they're being measured, what is their expectations? When they know what's expected of them, when they know the goals, when they understand all those things, right? It makes them feel good because now they know what to. Have you ever been in a situation you work for someone and are in a relationship where you don't know what's expected? When you don't know what's expected, that's a challenge, right? But when you know what's expected, then you're Johnny on the spot. I knew what's expected of me. That's why the military gave me a great platform. I knew it was expected. They expected me to be on time. I know that's a big, that's not a big deal, but being on time is a big deal. That's why I got here today an hour in advance. You know why? Because the repetition, because that was that was given to me. Someone empowered me with that when I was enlisted. They says, so you got to have that attitude and that energy when you're bringing to them. Your attitude will determine your altitude, okay? Your altitude will determine how far you're going to rise. Your energy is going to bring that to the table as you evaluate them. You got to bring the energy, the altitude, the, the attitude, the energy, right? And I don't mean that monster type of energy, all right? I don't mean... You know, that energy in the cup. I understand sometimes we, we, we do the mud in the cup, right? We do the coffee in the cup, okay? But you need that own personal energy. You need that mindset energy. You need that emotional type of energy. You need that energy that's on the inside. Not that energy I need to buy, okay? It's that attitude, that energy that's going to bring the results. It's constant. So you got to be up. You got to stay up. 
How do, how, how do you stay up, right? Encouraging yourself, reading, right? Looking into your heart. As you deal with you, as you continue to personally develop as a, as a leader, then you continue to add value to your team. Then your attitude continues to stay on top of the game. I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly trying to change my attitude, my mindset, because guess what? Your mindset changes your attitude. If you have the right mindset, because your mind is being renewed, because your mind needs to be renewed all the time. You need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How can I be transformed? I need a different mindset. How? I need to read something. I need to be a part of a seminar like this. I need to around a, around a group of people like this that are trying to do some of the same things. That changes your mindset. When you're around a team trying to do the same things you're trying to do, people on the same mission, the same goal, have the same value system. When you have that, that, that the attitude changes. You bring energy to the team, right? Because you're on one accord. You're on one mind. You're interly connected. You're a team. And you're evaluating your team. They're going to feel empowered. They're going to have a right attitude. And you're giving them the contribution. You're giving. There's givers and there's takers. There's give, you have to determine in your heart that you're going to be a giver and not a taker. When you give, you begin to pour in. I, I, I'm a giver. That's what I do. I give because I enjoy giving. I give because it makes me fulfilled. I get fulfillment when I'm giving. I said in the beginning, when I win, the team win. When my team wins, I win. So it brings about fulfillment. Giving brings about fulfillment. Why do you do what you do as you evaluate? What is your purpose? My whole reason for doing what I do, the whole reason why I showed up today, right, is to give, is to pour back into your heart, is to contribute, to give a contribution to the team, to give a contribution to everybody who's listening today. I came to give a contribution to you today based on my experience, my knowledge, based on my background, based on what I've done in my life. Okay, so I'm giving that contribution. I evaluate it. Okay, and when we do that, we yield results. When we do that, we get to see the fruit of our labors. Okay, we're going to move into the to the next uh, subject as we begin to close it down. There's some few more thoughts that I was thinking. Also, was that when we begin to um, encourage our team? Okay, I got to get a little encouragement right now. It's called H2O, right? I got to stay full, right? So when we begin to encourage the team, okay? Encourage. Look at, take off the E-N and see the courage, okay? You got to be courage. You got to be courageous, okay? If you take off the last part, you see courage. You also see rage, okay? In, but I'm not saying you have to have rage, okay? But I'm saying that sometimes we're, we're not encouraging. Sometimes we're angry. Anger does not mean encouragement, okay? When you're talking to your team, don't be angry. Don't be full of rage, right? Encourage, build them up, motivate them, pour into their life, encourage them, right? You got to have the courage to encourage. So where do you get your courageousness from? Who's encouraging you? Who's pouring into you that you have this type of courage, that you're bold as a lion? One of the things you have to do is speak life. Speak life. Life 
and death is in the power of the tongue. What you're saying is either speaking life or speaking death. Are you speaking life or are you speaking death? And they that eat the fruits of, right? You eat the fruits of either life or death, okay? We don't want to eat the fruits of death because everything we speak produces a seed. When you speak, it doesn't fall on deaf ears. When you speak, it's not just going into the atmosphere. When you're speaking, it has energy, it has power. Even as we're speaking, I'm speaking right now. It brings about a sense of power. It brings about energy. I'm speaking life, right? So it can produce a seed and that seed can produce a fruit. What kind of fruit I'm trying to produce? A healthy fruit, a fruit that's so full with juices of, 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 of a peach. Anybody like peaches? When you bite into a peach, right, the juice is so good, it begin to roll sometime down your wrist. You ever had a peach like that or a, or a watermelon or something that was so juicy, a pineapple, that when you bite into it, it's the juice, right? You're trying to bear fruit. But when you speak death, there is no fruit, right? How many of us like to see fruit with that little bit of hair on it? That's called mold, right? That's death. No one's going to eat a fruit that has mold on it. No one wants to see somebody in your team that has mold. We don't speak death over, we speak life into our team. So when they go off, you can see the life being transferred out into the community. You can see the life being transferred wherever they're going because you're speaking life. And when you see that life, when people see that life, they wanna be drawn to that life, right? They wanna connect with that life. They wanna connect with that zeal. They wanna connect with that energy. That's because you're, pouring life into them you're encouraging them and when you do that people need to see that life if you don't encourage the default is discourage the default is sadness but we speak life there's powers in words okay so think about the words you're saying think about the choices of word the diction okay what type of words are you using I remember when I was young, and some of you guys could, I'm still young, but you know, I'm not as young, all right? But I remember when I was a kid, it was a phrase called, sticks and stones may what? Break my bones. But words or names would never hurt me. It, what? That was a lie, <laughs> right? Sticks and stones do break your bones. But names are like what? Sticks and stones. Words are like sticks and stones. You can say some words that would be so piercing that can cut to a person's heart that can have a negative effect. And you can watch their countenance change right then and there because you spoke a word of death. You ever spoke a word of death to someone close to you? You ever spoke a word of death to even someone in your family? Watch how their countenance changed. They can be, your kids can be happy like this. Ah, next thing you know, <laughs> they, they, it, it switched, something shifted, okay? Something shifted in such a way that you spoke death. We wanna speak life because we wanna see, if you're down, we wanna see you come up. We want you to rise, we want you to be happy. So watch the words. And any of these words, it has to be constant practice. It has to be habits. Do this over and over. You know how the best way you can encourage others is to encourage yourself. Before I begin to speak, before I came on, I was, I was back there encouraging myself. I was like, uh, 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 
<clears throat> right? I was encouraging myself. Get in the mirror. Encourage yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and encourage you. If you're not encouraging you, how are you going to encourage somebody else? It has to be a constant habit. It's, it's repetition all the time. Encouraging yourself. It may not be looking in the mirror for you. Right? It may be meditation for you. Okay? It may be going for a walk. Whatever the habit you create and encouraging yourself, it may be listening to an audio, but you have to create that habit and practice of encouraging yourself to encourage people. Every single day, you walk into the office, bam, high five, uh, low five. Wait, but nah, it's COVID now. Elbow, right? <laughs> Knees, whatever it takes, right? Encourage them, okay? Elbows, knees, a smile from a distance, a text, an email, whatever it is, give them encouragement. Make it a habit by doing it over and over. Create a schedule to recognize their wins, right? Recognize a win. I know in the military, they used to give us attaboys, okay? And they wasn't just thrown out all the time. Imagine being a, a, amongst 200, 300 people. And, and you're in a, a military uniform, right? And, and, and the leader is in front and you're standing there and they say, I just want to give Specialist Reed an attaboy around 300 people. You like, yeah, right? I'm amongst, and they're going to speak to me. That's what it feels like when you recognize your wins, right? You're talking directly to that. You're being recognized. It don't need to be 300. It could be five, five people, 10 people. It could be two people whatever it is, and schedule those things throughout the, on your schedule, whatever your system, however it works, schedule it. Close the day with some encouragement, okay? Do this daily. Do not let the day in and, and, and you're feeling down, someone else is feeling down, you're not feeling motivated. It's like, do not let your sun go down on your wrath. Don't go to bed angry. Don't go to bed feeling discouraged. Don't let your team leave that day. Don't let them go with feeling discouraged. Recognize it on a daily. Sometimes people may not need it daily, but understand it. Schedule this according to the team that you have, according to how you are, according to your structure, according to your system. Do so. And then celebrate. Maybe Friday is fun day. Friday fun day, right? In that time, you're recognizing wins on Friday fun day. At the end of the, uh, the 30 days, you got to do something over and over to schedule those type of wins, to recognize your team, to do this over and over because everybody wants to be encouraged, right? You have to have a, a, a cheerleader, okay? Teach them how to generate and main, teach them how to generate and maintain, okay? Do this over and over. It's a constant thing how to do this. Keep the main thing, the main thing, encouragement, teaching them over and over. Help this to be repetitious. Do this, and I guarantee you're going to yield the results. You're going to yield the results to see your team rise. You're going to yield the results to pour into their life, to see everything that you've already embodied, everything that you already envisioned, everything that you already have done, that you evaluated, that you brought value. All these things we talked to today, if you do all these things, you're going to be able to see the results and bring forth the fruit. So now we're gonna go into a question and answer time. If anybody have any questions 
about some of the things that I spoke about. This is your opportunity. I got to drink some water. If anybody have any questions about what was just talked about today, what are your questions? What are your thoughts? What are your feedback? What do you want to ask me? What do you want to put me on the spot? Feel free um, to ask me a question about what we just talked about. What did we just talk about? Give me some feedback. Now I've asked you guys to pour in. Give me some feedback. Okay? This is your opportunity to ask any question about enlisting. How did I enlist? Okay? Evaluating. Okay? Envisioning. What is your questions? What are your thoughts? What are your feedback about these things I just spoke on today? So I can give you a little bit more. I want to give you more. I want to give you more value. I want to pour more into your life, pour more into you as a leader of these six, these six habits of leadership. What can we do to encourage a depressed employee? What can you do to encourage a depressed employee? Now, when you're dealing with depression, I'm going to say this first of all. Um, I'm not a doctor or a therapist. Okay, so you got to be careful when you're dealing with depression. They might need professional help, okay, the, according to the level of depression. Okay, some people, if you realize they're depressed, the encouragement might be maybe getting with them and say, hey, you know what? I care about you so much. I really love you, right? I want to see you do better. Maybe, hey, let's go, let's talk to I know this person that can help you deal with what you're dealing with. That may be something you need to do, right? It depends on the level because some people have a deeper level of depression, right? But sometimes it may be sitting down with them and talking to them and getting to the root and listening to them. Sometimes it's probing them. I noticed in the last couple of days when you came in, you wasn't smiling. I notice often that you walk with your head down. Is, is there something going on? You know, you want to be able to ask them, begin, begin to probe them, right? Because you, you want to get to the root. And they'll probably tell you, well, two days ago or a week ago or a month, whatever has happened, this is why I feel this way, okay? My grandmother passed away or my, my, my husband lost his job or when I was in a business like this before, I was treated unfairly. Whatever the case may be, you got to get to the root. And when you get to the root, then you can encourage them because if you don't know why they're depressed or why they're down, how can you help? So you got to be able to get some answers first before you can encourage, because if you have no answers, you can just be trying to motivate them, encourage and encourage and saying confident things and trying to boost them up. But you don't even know what they're going through. You don't even know why they're depressed. So let's get some something a little more specific and doing so. And then that'll help the person who may be depressed. It could be clinical. And if it's clinical, you got to go further and getting them help if it's, if it's clinical, okay? A team, a team might be very diverse. So how do I approach a situation with the social issues that we have going on? Like, you, like the example you gave about uh, cancel culture. How do I generate an environment where voices, opinions are welcome? Okay, that's, that's a great question. A team diverse, cancel cu culture, what can I do? You know. I, I love diversity. I even wrote a little rhyme in my past. Diversity is necessity for harmony, right? You just can't have a team where there's just a tuba, right? 
You just can't have a team with just horn, one horn, right? So you have to understand that each component part brings a certain type of sound, right? Has a certain type of role. It's up to you as the leader, like I said, is to spend time with individuals to get to know them better, to connect with them better and find how they will fit into this role so they can work towards their strength and play the right tune and sound that they need to play, right? Because I play the guitar, okay? You play the drums, okay? The drums and guitar work together, but I can't be out playing you on my drums and no one can hear the guitar and I can't be hitting the guitar so high well, the drums are being drowned out. You got to talk to them individually and say, hey, we work together, okay? And so even if I'm playing too high, that doesn't mean I need to be canceled. You can't play no more, right? Yeah, you can still play, but you got to play in harmony with the rest of the team. So you got to empower your team to let them know that there is cancel culture out there, right? But you can't be canceled because you've shown them through your example, through spending time with them, by learning how they tick and how you motivate them, that we're doing this together as a team. Everyone is important. Everyone has value, has value. And it doesn't matter what the culture say. Culture shouldn't determine the value of your team. You pour into them. You're doing that, not what the outside world is doing. You've created such a safe space. You created a, a, such a, a hub where, you, where you're protecting your team and your team is protecting one another. So when something comes on the outside, right, they're shielded because it was on the inside. You need to write that down, right? You shielded them by what you poured on on the inside. So it's protecting them from the outside. Does that make sense? So how, do you, how can you learn to identify personalities and their abilities to place them in the correct position? How can you learn to identify personalities to place them in the right position? That is a great question. You know, one of the things is, is a simple way is you can just take a, a personality test. I have. I have personality tests, okay? Look, sometimes, look, we, we don't have it all. You're a leader. So if you don't have it all, remember I mentioned those resources, right? You gotta have the right resources, the right system. You might not be able to do that for yourself. So you gotta outsource and get the right resource, okay? That's part of what's in your equipment. That's how you're equipped, right? So have them take an evaluation test for their personalities. So there's some of the things that's free. Have your whole team do it. And then you look over and evaluate it based on the test. I do that all the time. Even when I'm bringing in new clients, I do an evaluation. I need to know where they are, okay? Then when you see where they are, where their strengths, their weaknesses, their personality, introvert, extrovert, some people are you know, overly zealous. Some, everybody's different, okay? But you've seen this, got this evaluation, then you become the, then you begin to get personal with the person because everything is about what being personal that's what i remember i said repetition equals reputation but in the middle i said it's the relationship right 
Repetition, repetition equals reputation. But what about the relationship? So when you deal with personality, you get that evaluation, have them take it, look over it, and then begin to get personal with the individual. Spend some time with them, connect with them. And then you are able to, because you already have the data and you gotta know where you need to go to based on the data, right? We talked about the data earlier, right? So based on what you learn in the data by how they responded, now you gotta know how to encourage them. How some people are encouraged in so many different ways. Okay. Some people are encouraged by just by just motivating. Some people are encouraged by, like I said, a little text, a little note. Okay. So that's how you can do that if you um, you know, want to deal with, with, with your team that has diversity and it's cancel culture. Get a coach to come in and do it. If you want to support the podcast, don't forget to follow us at Now Rise Business on Instagram. And also make sure to go and check out NowRiseAcademy.com where we provide you free courses and very exclusive content for you to grow in your life. Thank you for your time.